Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Those of you that were waiting for your vaginal tightening gel to arrive, uh, it's not going to come. Well, I mean, this particular shipment is not going to come. The uh, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol... Well, it's Border Protection, right? It's U.S. Customs and Border Protection. The CBP officers at Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport recently stopped a shipment filled with 2,536 pre-filled syringes of vaginal tightening gel. And no, 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 not yet. You got to wait till you get the gel. Then, then we, then we move. I didn't know this existed, to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't know this was a thing. But uh, apparently, the shipment was found to contain commercial quantities of gel inside injectables that required the user to wear chemical resistant gloves when handling. Now I would guess that if that was the case, you really don't want to use it. I mean, that's going to tighten up something. (laughs) Uh, It's going to tighten up something. The packages containing the cosmetic gel were found in pink packaging appearing ready for resale. So uh, now it says here that the total domestic value would have been over $19,000. Yeah. I mean, vaginal tightening gel ready to go already in the syringes. Yeah. It's going to be over 19 and there's 20 over 2,500 of them. Yeah. You're not getting that for a buck. Okay. That's not happening. However, uh, I'm just saying that, uh, this shipment has been locked down. So just want to say, according to the professionals, Medications purchased from online sources can be improperly produced without pharmacological. Did I say that right? Pharma, pharmacological. Yeah, I said it right. Pharmacological specifications. Don't do it. That's fine. It's pharmacological. I said it right the first time, second time. And safeguards to ensure the protection of human health. So let's be careful out there. And uh, I would, I would just go as far. This is just me. If you want to try some vaginal tightening gel, I'm not opposed to it. But I will say that perhaps you may want to make sure you don't need to wear chemical-resistant gloves while handling it. But what do I know? Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So this we've talked about this before. The wild super pigs that are going to invade the u.s i feel like we've talked about the super pigs before because they're now in canada and they're starting to take over and my gosh why are they in canada trying to take over because no one wants to take care of them nobody wants to do what's necessary to get rid of the super pigs okay they all want to try to well you know Maybe we'll just try to get some and we'll crossbreed them and we'll hopefully we'll kill a couple and everything will be okay. No, 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 no. You need to go in and do some damage on these bad boys. Like, oh, look, is that a viral super pig? Right there? Yeah. Uh, And put it down. And maybe you fly the helicopter over. And with your with your machine gun and put them down, man. I uh, just have okay. So 
they average four to twelve piglets. All right, the right. You see, see one of those big boys. You ever been hog hunting? I mean, you see one of those hogs coming through the brush, man. You do not want to be there unless you have a weapon because they're coming and they ain't stopping. And you, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty if you don't have a weapon to put them down. So the gestation period is about 114 days. So every 114 days, they're dropping another 12 pigs. You got to put them down, man. Holy cow. Now they're in Canada. The wild prigs, and according to Canadian officials, they spread like locusts. Yeah, they do. So now the, the why they call them super pigs is because they uh, adapt, right? Because they tried to eradicate the beast, or that's what they said, and they slaughtered about 65% of the population. That's what they thought. And they did that every year just to prevent the population from growing. But that's just keeping it in check. Plus, the super pigs, the hybrid pigs, uh, finally figured out, you know, these guys are hunting us during the day. I think we're just going to hunt at night when the hunters aren't around and they can't kill us. So we're going to be taking care of some pig business and we're going to be feeding stuff. I mean, they just destroy crops. According to this, uh, the U.S. already has an estimated... 9 million roaming hogs and around 36 states. They're already causing about $2.5 billion in agriculture losses every year. They're capable. You get the, you know, the pig families all together and mon pa, mon pa pig and the whole pig families show up and they can, they're capable of devouring 10 acres of corn in a night. So it's time to, oh, look, is that a hog? Yeah. Put them down, man. Holy cow. And they're really aggressive. They breed uh, diseases. They have uh, African and swine fever. It's very, very, very ugly. And we're just letting them go. Uh, apparently, there's now, you know, they're killing the white-tailed deer and the elk, a lot of waterfowl, crop damage tons of ducklings in the spring i mean that's good eating right there if you're a hog and it's springtime and that place is full of ducks holy cow that's eating time which then turns into business time which then turns into more hogs they got to go down so i'm just saying if they need help putting down the hogs chewing the fat at the blaze.com is the email address you can reach out to me i'll figure out a way to uh you know maybe but we'll start out with a small helicopter and then we'll get a bigger helicopter with maybe a 50 cal on that bad boy. And but we'll start out small by saying, here, little piggy. And then when I get all done shooting hogs, I'll make myself clean by using Quinn Pittman's goat soap. That's right. I'll go to QPGoatSoap.com. Well, I'll go to QPGoatSoap.com, you know, before I go hog hunting. Because I want the soap there in my shower when I get home from hog hunting. That's right. Quinn Pittman's goat soap is the goat soap for me and should be the goat soap for you. Raw goat milk makes the soap extra special. Creamy, soft, with a rich sudsy lather. All the essential proteins and nutrients that are preserved in goat milk soap. 
and delivered in a finished bar of real soap. A lot of fragrances, uh, plenty of seasonal fragrances, and uh, they have uh, shampoo bars. Uh, I, you know, once you try the shampoo bars, you're probably never going to go back to bottles of shampoo again. And they have laundry soap. I just ordered some laundry soap. I want to try. I'm going to be trying it out. I had not tried the laundry soap before, uh, but apparently it's good for about 90 loads, and it offers the gentleness of goat milk soap on your clothes. Oh. Yeah, that's be Quinn Pittman's goat milk soap, okay? You can go to qpgoatsoap.com, use the offer code JEFFY, and that is going to get you 10% off your entire order. qpgoatsoap.com, use the offer code JEFFY. You know, look, when soap is made the right way with goat's milk, uh, you're going to realize that your skin is going to be clean and it's going to retain its moisture, and that's what... Uh, that's what you use goat soap for. And that's what you use Quinn Pittman's goat soap for. Okay. QPGoatSoap.com. Use the offer code Jeffy. Get that 10% off. QPGoatSoap.com. And once I get all soaped and lathered up and clean after the old goat soap shower, I may drink some whiskey. Yeah, some whiskey. Although I won't be drinking this bottle of whiskey. The Macallan 1926 Single Malt has just sold one bottle, by the way. Uh, shattering the record for the most expensive wine or spirit sold at auction. $2.7 million. It's one of the most coveted Scotch whiskeys on the globe, I guess. It sold recently at the uh, Sotheby's auction in London. It's very rich. It's got a lot of dried fruit, as you would expect, a lot of spice, a lot of wood. Uh, that's according to Johnny Fowl, head of whiskey at Sotheby's. That's a good gig right there. Uh, what do you do? I'm head of whiskey at Sotheby's. Uh, don't bother me. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he was allowed to taste a tiny drop beforehand. Uh, I'm paying, I'm not paying 2.7 million for you to get a drop, pal. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 2.6 million. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I'm not paying if you were, uh, that's a lot of money for a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, you aren't kidding. That's a lot of money for a bottle of whiskey, but you know, if you covet the whiskey, I guess the McAllen 1926 single malt is what you covet. $2.7 million, though? At some point, you've made too much money. Okay, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. I don't believe that, by the way. Uh, There is no point when you've made too much money, ever. Let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Desperately. Okay, now I'm thinking about the whiskey again. All right, so the guy gets the tiny drop. How does he get the tiny drop? All right, so it's that old. He must have had, he had to be a syringe, right? So you put the syringe through, in through the cork, and you pull it out, and then you were to try it, right? Because, I mean, it's that old. It's, what, uh, from uh, 1926, probably a cork top. I don't know how else you're going to drink a little drop of this whiskey. Or you just crack and open the seal. That's what I was drink. Uh, so he gets that, and he said that uh, Johnny Fowl, the head of whiskey at Sotheby's, uh, said that uh, it was dried fruit, a lot of spice, a lot of wood. A lot of wood. Yeah, that's the cork. That's the cork that you stuck the syringe in. And plus, 
you're pushing the syringe into the cork. Doesn't some of that mean some of the cork is falling into the whiskey? I'm not paying 2.7 million. I just want to go on record. I'm not giving you 2.7 million for that bottle of whiskey. All right, I'll let it go. Okay, so I see this headline that says a Korean true crime fan who murdered a stranger out of curiosity is sentenced to life in prison. Well, first, good. Uh, we get murderers off the street. I am a fan. Uh, but it goes on to say a, a true crime fanatic who murdered a stranger in South Korea was sentenced to life in prison. Jung Yo Jung. I love Jung Yo Jung, man. She is, uh, I don't, I have no idea. She's 23. Uh, she reportedly stabbed a 26 year old over a hundred times uh, in the victim's home. Now, they requested the death penalty. They didn't get it. So she's, you know, going to be life in prison. Now, in the timeline of the story, I see what the, you know, somebody, somebody posts uh, the full story. She found the victim online through a tutoring website where she pretended to be a high school student. She told the victim that she can't have a private lesson at home, then asked if she can have a lesson at the victim's home instead. Once she got there, she stabbed the victim to death, chopped her into pieces, put it inside a suitcase. She carried the suitcase uh, and got into a taxi so she can bury her somewhere. But when the taxi driver uh, saw the blood stain on the luggage and reported it to police, this is how she got caught. Those damn taxi drivers. <laughs> Man. Uh, and plus, she didn't do it out of curiosity, okay? She's a psychopath. <laughs> uh, that is so awesome. People get so angry. Uh when you just see the headline and the headline, you know, just tells a snippet of the story. It's awesome. Speaking of cab drivers though, you bastards, a little blood stain on a luggage. You've got to turn someone in. It looks like London's black cabs. And I thought this, uh, these were, you know, these are world renowned cabs. All right. This is, the, this is the deal. If you were in London, you want to be a black cab driver. You want to ride in them. They I, apparently have made a deal that they're going to start, hailing for uber as uh, i guess they're trying to bring traditional taxis into the fold over that uber you know trying new ways to make money but uh, and the london black cabs are like hey we need the money and uh people want to call uber and we're the uber no problem we're in so that's kind of good news for people in london uh really uh, why not if and and how cool is it i mean have you ever ridden in a black cab i have not I would have loved, I would love to ride in a black cab. I've ridden in a yellow cab before, but not a black one. I've ridden on a bus before. I've ridden on a train before. Ridden on, uh, I've ridden on uh, the open top buses, the, the, those buses. And uh, if I've ridden, and the, so that's a double-decker bus. Have I ridden on a double-decker bus without a, with, with a roof? I don't know. I don't think so. I've uh, flown, uh, flown on a, I've flown on a double-decker plane, one of the monster planes uh, before. Uh, I don't know, I forget what they were. I think they were the seven. I was going to, I think those are the 900 size planes. Yeah, that's what they were. The nine seventy, the nine seven two sevens. But I don't know. I don't remember what it was. I remember flying uh, the, the double deck. I remember going up the stairs to the, to the upstairs on the airplane. I, I was just, man, that was a hundred years ago, but I've never ridden on a black cab. That's real. I've been on a, on a, a white cab. Uh, in South Africa, he was a good guy too. That cab driver, he was a good. I liked him. He was kind of Uberish kind of guy because he said, you know, he wanted the business. So he was. I, th- I think he was. Uh, I think he was on his own. 
he was out there on his own. I don't think he worked for a particular company. I just ended up in his car, and then he was like, ah, ah just call me. He just called me whenever you want to go somewhere. And we were only in South Africa for a couple of days. But he was he was a good guy, and he took us everywhere. And I felt comfortable letting him drive, and I wasn't going to get you know taken off into the <laughs> – and the into shanty town and getting robbed so i was like okay you're my driver but uh i've never driven in a black cab and i really would like that so if someone could send a black cab to uh mercury studios in uh, fort worth texas that'd be really nice thank you you can always you know direct message me on my social media sites uh on x at jeffy jfr uh instagram and facebook is jeff fisher radio you can always email uh <laughs> 24 hours seven days a week uh, just like the other social media sites, uh, chewing the fat at theblaze.com. So you got at Jeffy JFR on uh, X, and you have Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram, and Facebook. You have chewing the fat at theblaze.com email address. You can follow me on my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can order a cameo from me. That's not free. At Jeffy JFR on cameo. I know. I know. It's not free, but that's the way it works. But you can always order a cameo, and I'm happy to do it. Just tell me what I need. Yeah, I wish. Now, the cash register opens, but in my analogy of cameo, and I'll just throw this out there, in my analogy of cameo, where cameo is the pimp, I am the hooker, you are the John, okay? Who makes the money in that analogy? It ain't the hooker, okay? I just want to... I just want to be clear about that, okay? Uh, so just tell me whether you want me to be happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, whatever you need, I'll do because I'm the hooker. And I'll take my cut, even though I know Pim Daddy is taking it. Anyway, I bet you they love that analogy so much. I'm sure they uh, You know what? I'm sure they do. Okay, so if you watch Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, you know that I'm a part of it uh, at least a couple times a week, and I fill in for Pat. Anyway, today uh, on Overtime, which is uh, blazetv.com, and which you can uh, be a subscriber to, uh, blazetv.com slash Jeffy, promo code Jeffy gets you the discount. Um, You know that we talked to the elf. We can't say Buddy the Elf, but we can say we talked to the elf. And he was in studio. He's in town. He's in Dallas. You know, the show originates from uh, DFW, and he's doing their holiday parade. And you can hear the elf whispering to you. And uh, I, you know, I just, so I can't get rid of him. And I figured, all right, well, since I can't get rid of you, I might as well put you on the air. Yes. So the elf, I mean, Brian, yes. the elf. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm doing great, Jeffy. Good and to you're see looking, you. I, I know we're on uh, radio here, but you look fantastic. Good to see People you. People can't see that. Oh, ah, well, I mean, here. that's just part Good of the deal. So what I wanted to talk to you about, and yeah, yeah, you got your elf thing, and it's all what? cute and cuddly. What? Yeah, and, I'm adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me a hug. The suit's I'll nice, and you brought presents. I got I it. Okay, I appreciate Delicious. it. Thank you. No, really. I, thank you. I said thank you. Um, but what I really want to talk to you about is you are becoming like Mr. Hollywood, right? I mean, in uh, yourself, not well, the elf, but Brian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you're in a movie now, yes. Mr. Big Shot. Yeah, and, and even pr- uh, became a producer on that movie. 
Uh, so yes, uh, things okay. are branching out even from the entertaining holiday Christmas spirit that I bring to people around the country. I, I'm happy that I can talk to you about it now because uh, the SAG after strike is over oh, well, and well, you're yes. able to. I'm glad that's over, but yeah, Jeffy, I'm 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 a non-union actor. Wait, what? No, I'm I'm currently non-union. I'm of course open to any SAG after. Uh, you know, presentations and working my uh, way toward your scab labor. No, uh, Jeffy, please. No, we don't. Want what? To, we don't want to say that. We, I'm just, uh, oh, well, I'm, yeah, I'm non, I'm currently non-union. Let's just put it that. Oh I'm my non, gosh. I'm non, yes. I'm so sorry and this, to let you down. And this dump of a movie hired you? They hired scab labor? What is this well, movie? Well, the, uh, uh, the movie is the master chief, uh, okay. the master chief movie.com. And it was a great movie, uh, a U.S. Navy movie uh, filmed from the point of view of Filipino Americans serving in the military. Awesome. And yeah, fantastic uh, movie and role and just interesting plot of how they put this together. Wanted to bring some Had you ever done that before? Have you ever been a uh, part of a, a movie like not that a, before? No, not a full-fledged movie. I've done some, you know, background acting. I've done some uh, reenactment television show. Yeah, I saw, you, I, I saw you sent me some of your commercial work. My commercial work. Yes, yes. Uh, I've done some, yeah, commercials as well. Uh, but yeah, this is the first uh, movie. It's a independent movie, a smaller budget, but fantastic. It's won some awards already. The yes. Master, the Master Chief Movie. Master, uh, dot com. I, when dot I first com. thought I thought it was the Master Chef, and I'm like, okay, well, cool, we're cooking on the ship. There was some cooking actually in the film, so that w- could be appropriate. But it's the cool Master, working. the Master Chief. Chief, as in you know the highest and less no, ranked. I, I got movie, it. Movie. Yeah, okay. thank you. Whew, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, I. Uh, auditioned for a role and just like many actors out there I did not get the role that I wanted uh, they offered me to be a background actor and do some uh, background work and extra work so I did that on the scene I'm in several scenes in the movie moving around as a uh, petty officer first class I mean, huge so they, gargantuan so they, guy in the so background so they threw you a bone they did they're said, very sweet fine uh, let him stand in the back okay he won't leave amazing yeah, just what's happening here that apparently is what is so, happening here Jeff uh, I found it fascinating talking to you uh before we were recording, mm-hmm. uh, had the process because I've talked to a lot of actors about that process, yeah. and you have to be willing to be told no. Oh uh, yeah, you have to develop a, a thick skin. I'm I'm relatively new into this, but yes, uh, just reading articles and people's perspectives or uh, uh, what people talk about is that you have to have a very thick skin, and it's kind of a balancing act with acting in uh, Hollywood or uh, down in. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, or up in New right, York. Right, right, right. Uh, you have to have kind of a thick skin, but you have to pr- also present yourself forward. You have to be a little bit forward in your presentation and so putting you yourself noticed. forward and yeah. a little bit of confidence to they say, hey, to I'm, I'm good for this role. Yeah. And, you know, almost like doing a resume, you want to be a little bit more, you know. And you may not, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, you're, you're just not who they're looking for. You know, exactly. They already have that yes. in their head who they're looking for, which is where yes. the forward comes in because yes. they already have in their head who they're looking for. And unless you make a dent, mm-hmm. you're just mind. you're just one of the scabs going by on yeah. the paper. And hey, and you this more than others becoming a scab because well, uh, I didn't want to say I don't that. Want to be scab and <laughs> sag after? I mean, I. I don't know what your deal is. Well, with how you know, much? Why you hate unions? But. I'm no. I I am available. Uh, there's a process you go through, and uh, I am always available to work on. Anybody that. can become SAG after, right? I mean, all you do is pay them oh, the fine. They give you a card, right? No, not at all. Well, there is a, there are some fees. How? There are some fees involved. Yes. I I honestly I don't know how to get a SAG after card, but it, I think they don't I, just give you one. No, no, you have. And to, they don't just say, "Hey, you're going to be in a movie. Pay us money to join our union." No, no, that no, no. 
I th- believe it, you have to be on a, um, forgive me, I'm not 100% on this. You have to be on a SAG-AFTRA uh, movie or a television show, for example. Uh, okay. That it is approved. You have to be approved to be on the show. And then you get uh, essentially credit to be then move forward and become an actor. And then where you just mentioned, pay a fee and get a card. Interesting. Interesting. So they decide whether your steps to join eligibility proof. Oh. Uh, performer becomes eligible for SAG after membership under one of the following two conditions: two proof conditions. of a SAG after SAG or after employment, mm-hmm. or which is what you were yeah, saying, or employment under an affiliated performer's union. So I don't know where. Maybe, the, maybe you can't just get a card. The affiliated performers' union, such as ACTRA, AEA, AGMA. That's the new Marvel character. Actra? AGVA. Yeah, these are all Marvel, Marvel movies that, that, that have been canceled Actra. by Bob Iger now because he knows wow. they made too many. Um, all right, so I, I, I believe, this is just me, that if you were to say, hey, I want to become a SAG-AFTRA member, or they say, actually what happens is they say they want you in the movie, so then, yes. then you get rubber stamped. You basically, hey, you're on this film, we approve You're going to be fortunate enough to pay us union dues. Yeah, I don't think it's cheap either. It's it's a couple thousand bucks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, 3,000 bucks, I think. So yeah. anyway, I, I wanted to say hello to you. I hadn't seen you in a while, and I know you were uh, busy goofing around on the Glenn Beck radio program he today. He was fantastic. He smells you were, like well, peppermint, surprisingly. Well, and, and just between hey, you and you me. say fantastic, <laughs> I mean, I listened to some of the show. He looks like Santa. I know him. He, looks he does. Like, Glenn looks a little like Santa Claus. Uh, and so uh, you been you did that. You came on Pat, so I just wanted to say hello. I hadn't seen you in a while, and uh, it was good to see you, Brian. I appreciate it. You bet. Uh, Jeffy, you are awesome. So uh, for people that want uh, information about uh, you, like say if someone from sag After is listening, yes. uh, they can go to uh, theelf.net. Yes. Fantastic. And they can reach out to you that way. Net, uh, anyone, in fact, the way the internet works, anyone. Yeah, apparently can you can open the computer the screen. Elf.net. Thank you. Or uh, apparently social media apparently is going to catch on. I uh, think yeah. there's well, no Maybe somebody will. It might pick it up. Uh, is at, at the Elf Live. At the Elf Live. Generally on That's Instagram. That's all platforms. X, Instagram. Yeah, I know every, you usually do Instagram, though. I Instagram generally I am on X and uh, Facebook, but I primarily do Instagram. Yeah. I'm just busy and it's hard to interact with so many people on different right. accounts, but yeah, uh, the Elf Don't you have do people to handle your social little, media accounts? Like little people yeah. from the North Pole? Yeah. To help me? That is a fantastic idea. I know. I need to hire some sag after Elf actors <laughs> Thank you. to assist Thank you. with social media. All right, get out of here. All right. Uh, Brian. Yes. The Elf. It's good to see you. Thanks for coming on. Chewing Blessings, Jeff. You're awesome. All right, I love you. Have a great day. today who died today let's start off with sandra day o'connor come on down oh wait she can't because she's dead uh sandra is dead at the age of 93 sandra day o'connor the former u.s supreme court justice sandra day o'connor i mean she's a texas girl born in el paso texas it says here uh that the well the supreme court uh, announced Uh, her death in a statement citing complications related to dementia probably alzheimer's very sad 
and a respiratory illness. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't say that, but that's pretty close. That's pretty close. So, uh, we're just going to go with the dementia. Uh, we throw the dementia, probably Alzheimer's. Oh yeah. And there was that, uh, there was that pesky little respiratory illness thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, rest in peace, Sandra Day O'Connor. She was the first woman to serve on the, uh, Supreme court. And it's awesome. I mean, hello. Awesome. So rest in peace, Sandra Day O'Connor. Who else died today? Well, we have Randall Boner Smith. Randall Boner Smith. He was a popular radio uh, personality in Chattanooga at uh, Rock 105. Uh, Randall Boner Smith uh, passed away. He worked at the radio station for most of the past 20 years. That means that uh, about five years ago, he was fired. And then he came back under a new contract making a lot less money. That's what that means. But, okay, he worked at Chattanooga uh, radio station for most of the past 20 years. So somewhere in there, after about 11 or 12 years, yeah, you're making too much money. Hit the bricks. And then he wanted to stay in Chattanooga. So then he came back about a year or two later and worked out a new deal for a lot less money. But I digress. Uh, the Facebook uh, posts were always uh, talking about how well, you know what a great talent he was, of course, and uh, it's very sad that he died. But the reason I bring it up is that he was 54 years old, Randall Boner Smith, rest in peace at 54, and uh, it talks about uh, how he had just died suddenly. Now it doesn't say what he died from, so don't look at me like that, like you know, oh, that's what it is, Dad. that's what it is, because it doesn't say that. But it does say that he did die suddenly. So, rest in peace, Randall Boner Smith. I mean, it's sad. He's got a wife. He's got a couple of kids. Uh, Very sad. And uh, it said in the statement that uh, uh, his wife wrote, uh, he was honored to provide comic relief in Chattanooga. Uh, radio was in his blood as was his desire to help people proud to see an impact he had on each of you. Yeah. I mean, if his comic relief in Chattanooga radio, his name was boner. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, rest in peace. Uh, Randall boner <laughs> Smith. And, uh, just know that he died suddenly. And not from that, okay? So stop looking at me like that. You know, speaking of life and death, although we were just speaking of death, not life, uh, the Food and Drug Administration has approved uh, a new drug to, well, they haven't approved. Uh, They approve new drugs, and they're looking to approve this new drug to extend a dog's life. Okay. Uh, It's... I guess it works uh, according to early tests. The regulators say, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you can have a clinical trial and, uh, you know, start uh, start using the drug uh, at the vet's office uh, and check it out. So I guess maybe we'll get it in 2026 to uh, extend our dog's life. Now, it's meant for large breeds. It's an injectable prescription. 
LOY-001 is meant for large breed canines with shorter lifespans than their lap dog counterparts. Uh, there's no, uh, let's see, according to loyal LOY-001 curbs the production of a hormone called IGF-1. Okay. So Loyal, guessing is the company that makes the drug, but it doesn't say that. It just says according to Loyal. So guessing Loyal is the company that makes the drug, which is why it's called LOY-001. Uh, it It's worked blocking it in rodents, the hormone called IGF-1, and worms. And it's already known to boost their life expectancy. Tests suggest that the drug might slow dog aging, but Loyal has yet to prove that LOY-001 does that. Uh, so, plus, they say, eh, side effects, they're minimal. <laughs> uh, some people worry about the ethics of giving healthy dogs a new drug that isn't proven to be effective. Look. If you love your dog and you're, the dog is, uh, you know, you want it to live forever, you're going to give it a little injection of the old Loy 001. And because you don't want to, in the end, it, you're, you're making the time longer before you have to take your larger canine breed out back. And, yeah, yeah, we, no, we wouldn't. You don't want him barking after you shoot him. <laughs> no, we need to reverse that. If, if he's still barking after you shot him, you missed. Okay, yeah. If he's barking after, uh, you're going to feel bad about burying him. He's still alive. So I'm just saying, that's all. I'm just, I don't want you to miss. So you feel bad. I felt bad for a moment. <laughs> I didn't feel bad about shooting to begin with, but I didn't want him still alive after I shot him. So anyway, I need some of that. The Loy 001. I'll tell you that. I'm ready to inject some of that LOY 001 right in me. No way before somebody takes me out back. Yeah, sorry. Time's up, Jeff. Take care. Yeah, it's good to see you. But I had Loy 001 in me. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So anyway, your large canines could live. For a long time. Hey, congratulations to Salt Lake City. Uh, they are going to host the 2034. <laughs> so cute they think we're going to make it to 2034. <laughs> uh, Salt Lake City is going to host the 2034 Winter Olympics and the Paralympic Games. So, man, they, remember, it's been a long time, what, 2002? All right, since they hosted the Olympics. So, congratulations to uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. And something for you to look forward to and spend a whole lot more money on those Winter Olympic events because the stuff that you built for 2002, (laughs) you don't think that's going to be good enough for 2034, do you? No, silly, no. We're talking about sports because Olympics is, you know, sports. Uh, Congratulations to Deion Sanders. Uh, He is uh, the... Sports Person of the Year for Sports Illustrated. So, congratulations. Right? 
Congratulations. I was looking at, and I know a lot of people have a problem with Prime. I do not. Uh, what he's done for Colorado is awesome. And I was looking at some of the breakouts of what he's done. The first year application, the University of Colorado. Applications are up 26.4% year over year. Black or African-American applications are up 80.6%. Non-resident applications are up 29.8%. International applications are up 38.4% from 97 countries, including 16 that didn't have any applications last year. Now, they're saying, well, those numbers can't be definitely linked to Sanders. I think they can. Uh, I believe they can. You know what? That's what he. That's the. That's the. That's the promotion he brought to that university, man. Every game, every game in their fifty thousand one hundred and eighty-three seat Folsom Field was sold out for the first time in school history. That's the prime effect, man. And whether you like it or not, they ended up what four and eight. They weren't that good. Well, they were good. They were fun to watch. They had some injuries, and they weren't really as good as you wanted them to be you know what i mean you you know you know how you buy a brand new toaster and you love the toaster but it doesn't really toast the bread as much as you'd like i think that's that's a that's a terrible analogy but it's the only one i've got right now just know that uh, that's the prime effect there big weekend in college sports too man i am so excited a couple of big games tonight We've got the Conference USA Championship, nobody cares about. And then we have the Pac-12 Championship, uh, Oregon and Washington tonight, which is going to be awesome for those of you listening live. Tonight is uh, the 1st of December, 12-1-2023. My gosh. Wow. I mean, it is, it is almost Christmas. I, gotta, I can't think about it. And then tomorrow which will be the 2nd of December, which will be another day closer to Christmas, uh, will be, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, the championship games. Uh, Big 12 championship, Oklahoma State and Texas. MAC, nobody cares. Mountain West, nobody cares. American championship, nobody cares. The SEC, Georgia and Alabama. That's tomorrow afternoon. Then you have the Sun Belt championship, nobody cares. Uh, you have the SWAC championship, nobody cares. And you have the ACC kind of care louisville and florida state and then you have the big 10 championship iowa and michigan now what's what's going to be interesting with that is that when they're on at the same time so when michigan finally begins to kick the crap out of iowa and goes up by about 20 then you can flip over and watch some more of the louisville florida state game because louisville may win that game uh they've they've been really good this year and uh if they win then florida state will have one loss and they're out have a nice day you're not getting in the playoffs take care this is, I told you though, this is the only game where, of the Michigan-Iowa game, where I give Iowa a chance. If they can hold on for the first five minutes, then they're going to make it a game. I believe that. If they can hold it, if that first five minutes they can hang tough, they're going to, they're going to, it's going to be a game. Because Harbaugh's back, Michigan is, you know, they can have taken a little bit of breath. It's less me. It's less us against the world. They know they're already thinking about the playoffs. Iowa hasn't been that good. Uh, Iowa doesn't have any offense. So if they can hold Michigan in the first five minutes, they might make it a game. Now, again, that may, what may happen is Iowa may hold Michigan for about, I don't know, a quarter. And then Michigan is going to go, um, no. And then they'll, you know, just hand the ball to Blake Corum a thousand times and score touchdowns. Or maybe J.J. will throw touchdowns. But anyway, it'll just 
Could be a good game because Iowa's got nothing to lose. Their offensive coordinator, the son of the head coach, this is his last game. He's out after no, he's out. Well, unless they go to the playoffs, Jeff. If they win the Big Ten championship, no. Even if if they win the if they beat Michigan, then the Big Ten's out. And there's no way. Right? They well, you can't keep the Big Ten champion out. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because that'll be a way that Florida State can stay in. Uh, if someone, if I were to be the Big Ten champion, I've just, you know, they haven't consulted me. It's right here in, in DFW too, where they do all the where they do all the playoff talk. Uh, we're over here in uh, in Grapevine, Texas, and uh, look, I'm here. If you guys need me, I'm here. So you can email me to the fat of the blaze dot com, and uh, I'm here for you. And uh, believe me. You want my input. No? They don't think they do? Nah, they do. They do. It's Friday, so it's time for what's being called America's Favorite Game Show. What's the lie? What's the lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from four, count up one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's where we get what's the lie. Our contestant today, Casey Harris. If he wins, not only will he get to come back for another round, he's going to win a Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. And for more information, you can go to Talking Sense Facebook group and find the Freshie scent and design just for you. If you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on What's the Lie, you can email the show, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Casey Harris, welcome to What's the Lie. Hello, Jeffy. How are you, my friend? Fantastic. So I noticed from your application to be on What's the Lie that you are a truck driver, and you know no one supports truckers more than uh, myself. Uh, and chewing the fat. So welcome to the welcome to the game show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I did have a question though. I was thinking this morning, and this is this is just me. I was in the shower, scrubbing up, uh, you know, scrubbing up the old chewing the fat uh, body, and uh, I was thinking, you know, I wonder how far. Like it's an eighteen wheeler. You drive you drive an eighteen wheeler, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So you've got uh, six wheels on the on the front, which. <laughs> <laughs> which means you have what uh 11 12 on the back right 12 on the back how what? do you drive uh how long can you drive with only 11 if one of them is down on the back uh this is not I've the game show the by the way this is not the game show by the way i just me wondering out loud this morning in the in the shower i've lost the tire before and you're theoretically you're supposed to pull it over immediately but i've been close enough to getting the load dropped off that i've pushed it you know 120 miles or so so what would happen if someone were to pull you over you could all you'd have to do is go what i have a flat tire i didn't know exactly thank you all right that's, that's <laughs> what, what what flat tire right you're out of your mind oh my gosh you're right all right casey you ready to you ready to play 
I was born ready. All right. Four headlines. One of them not real. What's the lie? Headline number one. Brazil's mysterious tunnels made by giant sloths. Headline number two. Child driving stolen construction forklift leads Ann Arbor, Michigan police on chase. Headline number three, Russian students are being asked to donate their vapes so the parts can be used in combat drones. Headline number four, next season of Supermarket Sweep remake will take place in a 3D printed grocery store. Those are your four headlines. Headline number one, Brazil's mysterious tunnels made by giant sloths. Headline number two, child driving stolen construction forklift leads Ann Arbor, Michigan police on chase. Headline number three, Russian students are being asked to donate their vapes so the parts can be used in combat drones. Headline number four, next season of Supermarket Sweep Remake will will take place in a 3D printed grocery store. All right, Casey, those are your four headlines. What is the lie? Oh... All right, well, the one that stuck out immediately, (laughs) the one that stuck out immediately was the Russian drone thing. Okay. I I don't see how you could get parts out of a vape, turn it into a war machine, especially Russians. Like, maybe we could do something like that here. They couldn't do that. Okay. So that's the one you're picking? I'm sticking with that one. you're You're choosing number three? Number three. I wanted you to win so bad, Casey, but no. <laughs> I know. I know. Man, oh, man. And, uh, you know, while you can't see what the Russians could use the, drape, the, the vape parts for, they certainly can. Hey, thanks for listening to What's the Lie? What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MF, XX, I, I, I. Wait, you want to tell me what the answer is? I mean, if, you, if you'd like to know, sure. Uh, the uh, Please. supermarket sweep is not going to be uh, in a 3D printed grocery store. Although, oh. I know, although, you know, that might be next week they may announce that that's actually true. But uh, as of today... That is that is not true. So I know I, I wanted you to win too, Casey. Gosh darn it! I wanted you to be, I wanted to be able to take a freshy scent home to the wife and let her know how proud you were to be victorious in this game show. But you know now you can't. So yeah, it's a shame. I know. I know. Well, listen. Uh, since you're not in your truck, you can't give me a trucker horn, which I'm really disappointed about. So uh, have a great day. And uh, be safe out there on the road. And I appreciate all you guys uh, out there on the road. I, you know I mean that. And uh, so you just be safe and go about your day knowing that you were wrong. On what's the lie? Uh, thanks, Jeffy. Sounds like he didn't mean thank you, though. He was a little mad at me for that. So. This is different. Oh, he's, oh, he's still different. On, oh, he's still on the line? Oh, no. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.